This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is Greg Olson, inviting you to check out my new Blue Wire podcast, TE1, where I interview tight ends throughout the history of the NFL who have helped revolutionize the position. TE1 is presented by the Chevy Silverado, The Silverado is all about grit. It's strong and dependable, exactly like playing tight end. Just like the incredible players we sit down with on the podcast, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own. Strong, advanced, and dependable. Download TE1 today wherever you listen to podcasts. Blue Wire. Think about Lois. Fires to the end zone. Touchdown! Elliott, dodge the eye of this national championship win. A deep throw by Lawrence, a lot of contact. Justin Ross broke free from it. He's down in the end zone. Touchdown, Clemson. Welcome into episode 96 of Press Pass, brought to you by Bet Online. I'm Kayla Anderson alongside the awesome Joshua Perry, who is super excited because Big Ten football is officially back. Well, not officially, but they've officially said they're coming back. So we get to talk about that today, which I'm really excited about. So I'm guessing, Joshua, your week has been going pretty well, and you're actually going to be back with the the Big Ten Network, too, doing some preview stuff every week. Yep, um, I'll be back with BTN. I've been doing a lot of BTN digital stuff lately, but I'll be back in studio this fall when, I guess, football starts back up in the Big Ten. We've got some some things to work through in terms of our safety protocols within the office and how we're going to pull all that off. But rest assured, I will be giving my analysis whether you want it or not. I think most people like the analysis, so I, I think so. it's a sure bet. And if you don't tune in to the Big Ten, Ten Network, you never have, uh, make sure to. And I believe you're on actual game day, right? Yeah. You do the preview show and the um, the post-game show. Yeah, and I'll be on day. Fridays as well. Friday evenings we'll do a little okay. show. Okay, so tune in to him. My Southeastern Stream live show kicks off. <laughs> Just some friendly plugs here. Thursday. <laughs> At 2 p.m., you can it's streaming live on WKRN every Thursday. Uh, get you ready for SEC games. So we've got the Big Ten covered and the SEC. What else matters right now, right? Nothing else matters except for your and this your podcast. So it, yes, yeah, exactly. So yeah. if you need anything, we've got it covered for you. Let's get into the AP poll this week, like we're going to do each and every um, time we start this podcast during the season. Just anything that you um, kind of see in this, and clearly this is not really an AP poll that even makes sense right now because until the Big Ten is um, brought back in, I think next week, right? Yeah, I mean, I was just gonna be like, ah, this is my first time. Really I know. At it. Like, I don't give a damn until they put everybody back in. Right, and it's still gonna be missing the Pac-12 when it's yeah. all said and done, unless the Pac-12 decides to come back. Yeah. So it's Notre still Dame's gonna have overrated some- still. 
Right, exactly, Texas. right? And they're <laughs> not they're not even playing this week because their game with Wake Forest got postponed because of COVID. Yeah, they've you know, had some uh, issues on their campus. Yeah, and I believe they like were doing everything right leading up to it. It just is one of those things that we're going to see happen this year uh, with random, you know, schools having to postpone. <clears throat> so this AP poll uh, puts Clemson at number one. They've played two games. You've seen them a little bit, Joshua. Alabama hasn't played a game. Um, Oklahoma, we see in there at number three. Florida, Georgia top, round out the top five. LSU at six. Notre Dame, uh, like Joshua said, overrated at seven. Auburn and Texas tied for that eight spot in Texas a and at 10. And it's funny because most of these schools we haven't even seen play. So it's just, again, there's not really much to talk about when you're just waiting for the season to start for half these schools that are on here. That's the deal. I mean, you know, it's like there've been some games obviously on, but like how many legit, like, you know, battles have there been? Like there's not even SEC teams playing. Like that's where a lot of the battles are going to come because they've got a conference only schedule. Um, You know, we got to sit there and watch, Clemson get their, you know, game in against the Citadel like we typically see. Trevor Lawrence looked fantastic, but I mean, like, what the yeah, hell? Yeah, he did. Come on now. Like, what, I know. What the hell it's like, do we really want to see this? Exactly. <laughs> okay. Well, hopefully once we get the Big Ten back in here and everybody's playing, it will get it will get to be something that we actually can talk about. But that is uh, the top ten this week for the AP, if you were wondering. Let's get into what everybody is talking about. And we told you last week that it was probably going to happen where we put out the podcast mm-hmm. and then boom, lo and behold, that comes the news that the big 10 is going to start back. And you did kind of tell us though, that this was likely going to happen on that Wednesday. And then I think your time frame that you said for the start of the season was, was also um, right on. So yeah, it's almost like, what I, are, you know, I, I, <laughs> I it's almost a, like you a beat on some right? of these things because, mm. you know, I talked to the right people and not, <laughs> Sir yacht. That paper towel. <laughs> Sorry, I'm yelling at my dog. <laughs> this is, I didn't even know I did this. Literally, I forgot I was recording. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Oh, God. Okay, people, I'm not going to edit this out just because this is like the beauty <laughs> of doing. So my dog, just so you know what I was doing, my dog has a tendency to eat anything that's in his sight. I'm not joking. He's 125 pounds. He's chessy. Um, and he eats paper towels. And he, he's not supposed to eat those. And he just went to the garbage. And I'm staring straight at it. I have a straight line view. And he picked it out. And that's why I just yelled out of the blue. That is just so funny, though. <laughs> like, this is this is at home at its finest. We've been doing this for entirely too long. Oh, we have. We absolutely have. So my apologies, Joshua, as I, I'm interrupting this important conversation about the Big Ten. But I, I would have to say, like you said, you gave us some scoops on that. But I would have to say you were pretty pumped to hear that, that lo and behold, it was happening. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, you know, been a long time coming. I think everybody was uh, pretty miffed about how we had a Big Ten schedule out that everybody was pretty excited about. And then it just kind of disappeared in front of our eyes and so now we get to watch our favorite teams go out there and compete um yeah. we'll, we'll we'll crown ohio state as a big 10 champ at the end of the year and then we'll keep it pushing 
Yeah, I mean, he's obviously stating, like, what is probably the truth, that Ohio State's going to win the Big Ten. Talk to me about the schedules that came out and what you're looking forward to. Sure. Um, let me let me pull up my little deal here. So right off the bat, Ohio State's got a favorable schedule in the Big Ten. You know, they've got Michigan and Penn State in their division, which is always going to be tough. But when you look at the cross-divisional games, I believe it's Illinois and Nebraska. So those aren't going to be too tough. So they'll have a definite advantage. Um, speaking mm-hmm. of Nebraska, how about their schedule? So yeah. they start off with yeah. Ohio State on the road. Woo. Then they come back home and they play Wisconsin. And then yes. I think Northwestern maybe. And then the week after that, they end up playing uh, Penn State. And then they've got Iowa and Minnesota on the back of their schedule. Five preseason AP top 25 teams Nebraska has on their schedule. Absolutely miserable. But they wanted football back. You know, They, they were, wanted football back. That's what I was just going to say. They were leading the charge. Scott Frost, yo, homie, you wanted football back. I'm telling you, we'll play anyone, anywhere, anytime. And boy, yes, you will. Yes, you will. <laughs> yes, we will. So we've got Michigan, who's got Minnesota in week one. That's going to be a mm-hmm. big matchup for both of those teams. Uh, mm-hmm. Minnesota obviously has a lot to prove. We feel like they're... Uh, right up there at the top of the West. We feel like Michigan's probably third best team in the East. So um, it'll be a good battle there. Ohio State, Penn State at Happy Valley with no fans, no whiteout conditions. That's going to be the second week of the season. That's going to determine the Big Ten East. If Ohio State is what we think they are, they'll win that game and they'll be fast-tracked. If not, then they don't. Wisconsin has a pretty favorable schedule coming out of the West. They have Michigan toward the middle of their schedule. Their other crossover game is Indiana, which isn't a bad crossover at all. So you feel like they'll be able to make some noise. And those are probably the highlights of the schedule there. So when it comes to Ohio State, and and I feel like most of us are very confident, like I mentioned, in them winning the Big Ten this year. I have heard so much when it comes to, well, I mean, even if Ohio State does go undefeated, like you look at what they're you know, playing this year and how can you say that they're really going to be as good as they are, even if they go undefeated? So what's your, what's your argument to those people who are of course, always going to try to pick on Ohio state as much as they can. So you're saying people that are like, Oh, they they don't actually play anybody this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to have to look at them and say, what the hell are you talking about? Clemson played Wake Forest, their first game. Who's ass. Then yep. they played the Citadel who, is ass. Um, they've got <laughs> Miami on there, but Miami in a in a typical season isn't ranked number twelve. It's just because there's you know Big Ten's not in no. there and Pac twelve won't be in there. But who else do they play? Virginia, not very good. Georgia Tech, we've seen no. how bad they are. Syracuse is absolute ass. Boston yep. College, Jeff Halfley's got those guys playing hard. They can't match up with Clemson. They play Notre Dame again. I think they're overrated. Florida State is booty. Pittsburgh should not be a top 25 team right now. It's just because Big Ten's nope. not in there. And then they end with Virginia Tech, who, again, should not be a, t- a top 25 team right now. It's just that the Big Ten's not in there. So my re- response is even in eight games, you will be able to yep. make a comparison to the yep. other Blue Bloods because you can go through Clemson's schedule and you can say that their best game is going to be Notre Dame. You can say Ohio State plays Michigan and Penn State, and those two teams might end up being better than Notre Dame at the end of the year. Yeah, no, and that's a great argument. That's why I wanted you to just put that argument out there to all those people who even are questioning that. And I know 
some of these these radio hosts and everything that I hear down here are a lot of them are doing it just because I just think the SEC, you know, they put themselves so pumped up in front of everybody else in sure. in front of every other conference in front of every other school and they know Ohio State's good enough. You know, they know it, but it's just like what can we do to stir the pot? Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's the thing that people are going to listen to. It's the thing that's going to get me pissed off sitting up here in the North. Like, you know, it's just it's what it is. Yeah, it, don't worry. You, you've got a supporter down here for Ohio State Love who it. will stand up at any time. So, yeah, I, I'm excited. I'm really pumped that, that the uh, Big Ten decided to come back. I know that it was a, a weird way of getting here, but at this point I'm just going to leave that all in the past and I'm just going to – Hope and pray that the Pac-12 gets their stuff together because if not, I think they're going to be in big, big, big trouble. Not like they uh, were going on the up and up anyway. So. Yeah, it seems like Thursday is going to be a big day for them. Yeah, you know they've they've worked some things out in LA to get UCLA and USC yep. back. There is a spider on my yep. wall right now. It is humongous. Ooh, oh, dude, those my are the worst. Gosh. Hold on. Okay, I'm glad that you're not. <laughs> Go ahead and run this real quick. We are having we are having um, one of those podcasts where random things happen. I yelled at my dog earlier because he was trying to eat a paper towel, which he has problems with. And now Joshua is trying to smash a spider on his wall, yeah. which I frankly don't. Um, I don't. What's the word I'm looking for? I don't stop or I don't hate on him for doing that because clearly I am scared of like spiders more than anything else. Okay, so and. Me, For me, I have to just get rid of them right away, yes. else I know that they climb somewhere else. That's the deal. I don't, I don't know where that thing was going to end up. I'm in my Ooh. office right now. It could have been in the bedroom by the Ooh. end of the night. That would have been a bad deal. So right? um, my friend, you see my Instagram post. I go and work out at his house every yep. morning. And yep. he had this like, I don't know what it was. It had a million legs on it though. That was crawling on the Ooh. floor. And he was like, oh, JP, Ooh. what's that? I'm like, oh man, what's that? He's like, JP, kill it. I'm like, bet. So I got a running start <laughs> and I jumped as high as I could. And smash it jumped on it yep. oh boy i won't even i'll usually have like my husband go and kill it because i can't even they make me freak out even like knowing that i'm somewhat touching it yeah i, I hate messing with those things Ooh, gross yep. um okay well now uh back to our regularly scheduled program right you're just learning a lot about us today and our families crazy stuff <laughs> Um, well, yeah, again, I think it's gonna be great. And hopefully the Pac-12, like you said, they're getting some stuff back together in terms of like, figuring some things out in the California area, which that's really the area that is still pretty far behind in terms of things. So hopefully they'll play. Yeah, I think they get it sorted. Yep. Well, Visa knows that local businesses are the heartbeat of our communities, whether they are our corner stores, or our coffee shops, local businesses have always been there for us. They remember our orders, they call us by name, always giving back, making a difference, and going that extra mile to support us and our community. And right now, more than ever, those local businesses need our support. So it's time for us to return the favor. The next time you go shopping, make sure to shop at a local business and look for the contactless symbol and tap to pay with a contactless visa to help support your community because where and how you shop certainly matters. Visa, everywhere you want to be, the official partner of the NFL. So segment two, we're going into, and I just actually watched a little bit of this uh, on the Paul Feinbaum show, but I read about it earlier. And the SEC has decided to follow the NFL 
and use these contact uh, tracing devices. And they're made by a company called Connexon and they're like safe tags. So they're almost like watches. Have you seen these, Joshua? I have. Yeah. So I saw them for the first time when we had our first Zoom calls for training camp with the NFL players with the Titans. Yep. And I was like, whoa, what are those? Those are pretty cool. They kind of look like an Apple watch and everyone was wearing them. So then I assumed that they were these contact tracers. And pretty much what it does is it keeps the contract contact tracing, you know, that part of it logged in there. And it also makes sure like you know, guys are six feet apart. It has all this technology rolled into this one little watch. So I thought, you know, that's, it's probably pricey. I'm guessing sure. it's not cheap by any means, but it's just another thing that the SEC is trying to do to do to um, keep things, you know, numbers down during the season. So I thought that was pretty cool. So I guess I'll ask a, a question for that then. What do you think is more expensive? Uh, the amount of daily rapid tests that the Big Ten is running through or buying those little watches for the SEC? Ooh, that, that's a really good question because the rapid tests, because these are newer, yes. right? Yep. I I would think part of the newness of them comes like cost effectiveness. Sure. I don't think that they're as expensive as we saw with all these first tests that were out because the more and more they have time to produce these things and to mass produce these things, I would think the less the cost is going to be at this point. That's still going to be expensive. Sure. I I still think it might be more expensive than than these safe tags because these what these are or they don't have to throw these away, right? right. I mean, these are just a one-time purchase. Yeah. So I, I think that they're probably a little bit more still pricey on the testing side. It's interesting. Um, the, and, and that's, you know, that's a, a unique conversation to have. Like, you know, the daily rapid tests obviously had eliminated the need for a lot of the contact tracing because um, you can test everybody and it, it, it can detect the coronavirus before infectivity. So it makes it really hard to spread the virus when you have these daily rapid tests and you, like you literally do them daily. Um, but on the yeah. flip side of that, there's probably an expense that comes along with it that's more than just doing uh, the typical tests and then doing the contact tracing. But yeah. the hardest thing that they said is not necessarily testing. It's the contact tracing aspect of it that really kills these teams. So it, absolutely double-edged sword now. You know, not to get all up into this, but I don't see old Donald Trump tweeting about getting the SEC any of these rapid tests that he was offering up the Big Ten and there ain't no battleground right? states down there. So neither here nor there. But it's just it's really unique to see the different approaches and how they're coming together. Speaking of this contact tracing and how it will affect games in season. And again, I'm going to mention Notre Dame and Wake Forest, just one of the weekly games that's being postponed because of this. It's not these positive cases in terms of big numbers. It's these cases where, you know, they've got cases and then they have more so people that were just connected to those players and they just don't have enough guys to play, you know, because right. you've got to have certain certain number at each, each position. So I was listening to Dan Mullen this week in his presser and he was asked the question, like, how's things looking? for your guys, are you guys going to be good to go, blah, blah, blah. And of course, like 
this week, yeah, everything's fine. And Dan Mullen's like, yeah, and we've got our game plan. But he goes, every single week is going to be so extremely stressful down to literally like the hours before the game. Yep. Because if we do get back the information that there is a positive case and then the tracing knocks out 20 guys the day before the game, I'm literally changing my game plan that morning of. Yes. And he's just like it. That's what I'm most nervous about. That's what I'm stressing out about as a coach. And it, and it's true. I can't imagine game planning week to week in this day and age. No, it's got to be difficult. But I, I mean, that's, I think where the rapid testing definitely gives you an advantage too. I never really thought about that. Like, you know, what did they say? Those guys are testing on Fridays and they'll get the results yeah. back before the game. Whereas if you have a Thursday situation where somebody yeah. gets COVID, you can pull mm-hmm. them out Thursday not really have to worry about it spreading through your team. If you get a Friday situation, you're up against it, but at least you have all day Friday to figure it out. Like, Oh yeah. If if you, if you have a COVID situation on a Saturday, it's going to screw you either way. But just having like, you know, if you're, if you're testing, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, just throwing out arbitrary days and you don't catch it Monday or Wednesday and it gets all the way to Friday and you don't find out till Saturday. Damn, that sucks. That's yeah, it, exactly. And I, I know for a fact, we're going to be running into random things that are going to happen during the season, whether it be like a whole team gets, you know, I'm not saying the whole team gets COVID, but something happens where, you know, there's going to be storylines every single week and there's going to be games that are postponed every single week. It's just a matter of like who, right? Absolutely. Um, and, and how big the matchup is. Yeah. And yeah, I mean that those are the two things. And then as we get later into the year, like I think one of the things they were talking about with some of the ACC matchups is that they're running out of uh dates at the back of the schedule to move to. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like right now, okay, you got to postpone a game whatever, but as you get into October and November, you can't do it anymore. No, exactly. So, it, that's another thing to to uh look forward to it's just the randomness of cancellations every single week even if it's like the the game of the week it could be canceled you know or postponed that happened to big noon it did yeah i mean they scrambled to pick that game up yeah and then that game got postponed too or canceled effectively they said they're probably not going to reschedule it even play it yeah yeah so welcome again to the 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 end even the end of 2020 is is going to be crazy So sports had a break, but your business certainly did not. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. Plus, you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier. Try Indeed out right now and get a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is the best available offer anywhere. Like I said, go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply and the offer valid through September 30th. Okay, so we're going to get into our final segment now. And I thought that this would be fun to add in every week. While we'll probably also add in like our matchups for the week once everybody gets going again 
this is something we can do um, as well. It's something that I'm actually doing on my Southeastern Stream Live show. And it's a segment called Get to Know the Coach. So we all know these guys for what we see every Saturday. And we know them for how many wins. We know them for how many losses. We know them maybe for their antics on the sideline or in press conferences, right? Sure. But we don't always know like a lot about them in terms of like their life away from football. I agree. So I wanted to do this segment where we could just kind of talk about a coach every week. And I know you have some there in the Big Ten <laughs> that you found interesting in terms of covering, which we will get in the mix here soon. Yeah, PJ Flint got to be the first Big Ten coach on here. I That's already on my list. Love so it. we're going to get started with a coach that I know you're going to you're going to laugh when I bring it up because it's old Nick Saban. And we, we talk about him a lot for his winning ways and his antics with the media. But I will say this, Nick Saban is not exactly the guy he is that we see on Saturdays every single day when he goes home, when he's at golf events for charity. He's actually a little bit more laid back than that. I remember my first time, Joshua, meeting Nick Saban when I covered Alabama and Auburn down in Montgomery, and he got the job in twenty or 2008. So I was there when he landed in Tuscaloosa where there was mobs of people, and I remember him getting out. And like It was like the, the new coming of you know life in sure. Tuscaloosa with him walking off the plane. What I remember about that the most, though, is in the, the, the press conference that he had that day was his wife, Terry. I don't know if you, you've you seen Miss Terry or heard about Miss Terry, but uh, she's the one that runs the family. I bet. She runs the show. Okay? She runs the show. And she almost, run, she almost ran that whole, like, sit down, get to know Coach Saban that first day. I remember saying, like, well, this woman really, like, he, she has him under control. So, (laughs) right. So that's, that's the first thing is, uh, he has actually known her since like seventh grade. Wow. They, they met at like a pop Warner game. And so they've known each other for a long, long time, been married like 21 years. And they, they're two children, Joshua. I didn't know if you knew this, they're adopted, both of them. Did not know that. Yeah. So, so that is, uh, that's some things about Saban, uh, and who runs the show at home. And here's here's one for you up in Ohio. He is part of that Belichick coaching tree, hmm. like Urban, because do you know who he worked with in Cleveland hmm. from 91 to 94? Huh. Belichick himself. So we got, and I say this um, endearingly, two assholes up there in Cleveland. Yeah. Yes. Hell of a time to be alive. I mean, you got Belichick and Saban together. I don't know what what was going on back then, but I would not want to be a media member. No, no. You know? No. Um, It was before before they were both doing commercials. Well, and that was my next thing. So (laughs) if you didn't know, Saban is actually an owner of several Mercedes-Benz car dealerships. He's got two in Birmingham, Joshua, and he's got one here in Nashville. Have you been over to the, uh, the Saban Nashville Mercedes dealership? I have not. I can't even remotely be close to that price range of a vehicle. <laughs> okay. You just won't even take a look. I won't even take a look. Hey, if y'all want to give me a deal, 
Mercedes Benz. If you I mean, want, you can it, like, dream. There's nothing wrong with dreaming. Yeah, I, I'd love to go over there and sh- and you know shop around if I if I could afford it, or they'd give me a car to ride around. Actually, what's crazy is we have a the Preds broadcast here. It's like Fox Sports or whatever, and I'm pretty sure they have like a dealership with Mercedes and all of the. Like I've seen both the girls that work for them. They both have Mercedes. That's yeah. Crazy. Right. If, Must be uh, nice. There's anybody who's, you know, a car dealer, preferably foreign luxury cars listening to this podcast and you want to hook your boy up or you want to you hook should get a up. deal, dude. You know, I mean, you one need of a us. deal. Come on. Seriously. Now. Let's go make this happen. Yeah, let's get Joshua a deal somewhere. I mean, he's got two podcasts. He's on the Big Ten. He's got radio. Uh, like, come on, Columbus. What are we thinking? What are we thinking, Columbus? Get him a deal. Damn it. Um, what's, what's your favorite, like, because this is the next thing I was going to talk to you about, Saban. I find it really funny. But what's your, like, favorite breakfast, like, situation? What do you do every morning for breakfast when you get up? Recently, or do you even eat breakfast? Because some people don't. Recently, it's been... Uh, cinnamon toast with butter and some coffee okay so i'm you're along the lines of nick saban and i so i get up and i have like a breakfast bar with a cup of coffee every morning never fails now the breakfast bars change like in terms of what breakfast bar what's your favorite um i actually like these like kids (laughs) 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 these like kids iced up they're like fudge like and chocolate chip that's not breakfast yes it is they're like, cliff, they're like cliff bar things i know and that's the thing i like like breakfast for des- dessert for breakfast kind of things there right i like sweet stuff and saban every morning gets up and he has two oatmeal cream pies and a cup of coffee that ain't no damn breakfast i'm telling you right now that ain't no breakfast <laughs> is that not hilarious or what i was like oh well he's right on my wavelength with that so i actually saw like the little thing that they did and then there was like they did an interview with him there was a video along with it but there was like a write-up that they did about this and um it's just so funny because for saban he's got like a closet full of these oatmeal cream pies yeah and he's got a refrigerator full of coca-cola and it's like for him probably more of the streamline, I do the same thing every day, you know, like I don't have to think about breakfast type thing. And then I think the other thing is like, he's in such a routine that he wouldn't even want to change it up. Like he's won national titles eating this breakfast. That's a breakfast of a champion. So <laughs> I was just gonna, well, like, why would he do anything different? You know what? They should, they should consider like a Wheaties box, just putting Nick Saban's face. Why wouldn't they? On the box of these oatmeal cookies. They should do some sort of licensing deal. They could, I mean, this could be lucrative for both of them, for everybody. It really involved. could. It could. I mean, they they need to get on that. That's that's a brilliant idea. You would sell that so deal, much. As a matter more. of fact, me and that's you. That's what I'm saying. Let's, let's, let's jump right? in on that action. Let's get that going. I think he'd, and I think Saban would be like all about that. Yeah, you I know, think so. the breakfast of champions. I mean, he's doing commercials for Aflac. I mean, what's one more commercial, you know? Right. What is? What I mean, why not? So yeah, that's a that's Nick Saban. If you didn't know, the more you know about Nick Saban now. It's awesome. Um awesome. I was hoping that you were gonna put the quit asking quote in there because that's my favorite Nick Saban moment, honestly. Quit asking. That was just fantastic. 
he, you know, he did that. Like I said, that first year covering him, I'm not going to lie. I was scared out of my britches and I was still. Ex- <laughs> britches, huh? <laughs> the randomness of my vocabulary. That's what is, you were wearing. Is, I mean, you were in the South though. So I guess that's what people I, wear down in the South. <laughs> I might, I should have been wearing Depends my first year. <laughs> the amount of times I almost crapped my pants in that business right I mean I was young like in the amount of stuff I was getting thrown into my goodness that's the pen should have been on there every day (laughs) uh so anyways well that's a wrap of this very very entertaining and random episode of press pass we're sorry for the yelling we're sorry for the smashing of spiders if anyone's against that but uh, it's just what we do here on this podcast. Yep. So uh, where can they go to follow you on Twitter? Follow me on Twitter and, Instagram. and the Instagrams uh, at RIP underscore JEP. Really cool content, folks. Uh, I was talking about Sonic tonight on there. So, you know, we don't Wait, just talk Sonic? The, the fast food restaurant, the drive-in. What was the topic? Sonic has the best ice in the business. Uh, oh yeah they'll crush stuff yes for sure somebody replied to my tweet and said oh yeah sonic has the best ice in the business what else is like what else is good there you know being sarcastic or whatever and i was like man the the ice is fantastic the burgers are delicious the slushies are on point soft drinks Mm, are great and they got the best they've got the best fast food ice cream in the business don't yep nope nope they do i'll agree with you on that oh their tater tots are so good Yep. I could literally just dump the carton in my mouth and eat them all at one that's time. Typically how I do it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's that's the thing. I mean, if you want to argue with us about Sonic, fine, but it's two against one. So yep. there. Okay, and so you can go get Sonic um, information from Joshua on Twitter anytime you'd like. You could get a full menu, his favorite Sonic treats, and that'll all be on there. Uh, you can follow me at Kayla Anderson TV on Instagram and Twitter. And then you can always go to our Instagram at PressBestPod to know when our uh, episodes come out on a weekly basis. We appreciate you guys tuning in and you guys have a fantastic week. Happy first week of fall, everyone. Enjoy it. Football is back. You may not be at the game this year, but you can still bet on all the action on Bet Online. Bet Online is going that extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on the season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to bet online today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use that promo code BlueWire at betonline.ag. That is BlueWire, all one word. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. For the ones who get going when the going gets tough. And the ones who know we're tougher together. For the pathfinders breaking new ground. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you, so you can always depend on us. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.